Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome back to the number one daily sports news podcast in the country, The Scorecard. I'm Brett Thomas, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, August 14. Today, who's still in and out of the AFL finals race? Ricky Stewart storms out of his NRL press conference, and the Ange era begins at Tottenham. But first... From the spot... She sends it straight up through. Hold your breath. The World Cup is now just two steps away. It's a first ever World Cup semi-final for Australia. It is rarefied air. And this team, your team, truly belongs there. The Matildas' win over France on the weekend is one of those where-were-you-when moments, a rare sporting event that stops everyone in their tracks. The World Cup quarterfinal was shown before AFL games at venues, on planes, at pubs in London, and it couldn't have been more tense. The nerves of steel needed in a long penalty shootout when Courtney Vine tucked home her penalty that sent the Tillies into their first ever semi-final and a whole nation mad. Now, without getting into what achievement was better or more gripping, I just argue it's in the same conversation with the Socceroos penalty shootout win over Uruguay to make the 2006 World Cup, Cathy Freeman at the Sydney Olympics and Australia's America's Cup win back in 1983. But here's the thing, the tournament's not over. There's a semi-final in two days' time. Will we feel any differently if the Matildas lose to England or forget about that quarterfinal if they win? Either way, they're in a great position and every match is now rating higher than grand finals or state of origins in any code. Veteran defender Claire Polkinghorne has been to five World Cups and she's well aware of not getting too excited. Yeah, the job's not done yet. You know, our focus now turns on to Wednesday, the semi-final, and um, yeah, it's all about recovering now and making sure everyone's in the best possible shape. Our medical team are fantastic, so they'll be working hard between now and then. And if you thought the ashes were over, think again. While the cricket might be finished, the Matildas start a new rivalry with England in the semi-finals on Wednesday night in Sydney. The Lionesses are no mugs either, ranked four in the world and the champions of Europe last year. They're a world-class team and they're going to be very difficult to, to come up against and yeah, but we're definitely looking forward to the challenge and, and we know we're, if we, we play to our potential then we we got belief in what we can do. We could enter dangerous territory if we started talking about activities that lasted 80 seconds or less. Don't go there. So we won't, other than Ricky Stewart when he's mad. The Canberra coach was fuming after watching his Raiders crumble at the hands of the storm, smashed 48-2. to Extraordinary, given both are fighting for top four in the NRL. Ricky almost turned into the Incredible Hulk as he tried to restrain himself in his post-match press conference. Ricky, was that a tough, tough one to swallow tonight? No, it was... It wasn't tough at all, it was just embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassed. Sorry. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to you, mate. It's just, I ain't in the mood for talking, really. It's just that I'm here because I have to be. We're good. The Raiders not alone in being massacred on Sunday. Not that it's hugely surprising. The Bulldogs copped another belting from the Knights, this time 42-6. Newcastle's hitting form at the right time of year, although there is one sour note. Knights halfback Jackson Hastings came off second best from a hip drop tackle that resulted in Jacob Preston being sin-binned. Coach Adam O'Brien says Hastings was put into a moon boot straight after the game. Not looking good. They're talking syndesmosis. So, yeah, yeah, fingers crossed on that one. He'll get scans tomorrow. 
Throw out your ladder predictions, even though they are fun and a great time waster, because tipping has become nigh on impossible in the AFL. Teams up to 13th can still mathematically make the top eight, but I'm willing to write Richmond off and make it 12. The Tigers keep leaking big bags to key forwards. First, it was Demon Harrison Petty, then Dogs young gun Jamara Hagen. Yesterday, Max King snared six goals for the Saints, who beat the Tigers by six. While Richmond might be out of it, I think, St Kilda is still in the hunt, that victory vital to their chances, with tough battles against Geelong and Brisbane to come. Coach Ross Lyons says his squad doesn't need any reminding. Beating the Cats on Saturday night will secure September footy. And that's exciting bit and everyone's interested, in, but it's not going to get it done, right? So what gets it done is hunting the Tigers, <laughs> winning the ball, moving it well. So you've got to focus on, and we're a bit boring, but the process. The big upset yesterday, the Hawks spoiling the Bulldogs party by less than a kick in Launceston. Hawthorne's become a giant killer, knocking off Collingwood the week before. The Dogs now simply have to win their remaining two games to keep their season going. Luke Beveridge, their coach, will need to spark them after they were second to the footy yesterday. Well, I think the simple aspect of the game was they broke too many of our tackles. And, uh, those disputed ball situations, they just want to have a lot more than us. That enabled them to get territory. Further up the ladder and Port's locked in top four and still in the mix for top two after bursting the Giants bubble by 51 points. Collingwood is sitting top but looking shaky after losing skipper Darcy Moore to a hamstring in the win over the Cats, joining Nick Dacos in the casualty board. Now, our audio producer Matt Curry won't like this, but Cats great Steve Johnson is prepared to write the pies off. The Collie Wobbles are going to get them. I don't think they'll make the grand final this year. Oh, boy. Darcy Moore, their two most important players, they will fail to make the grand final. And they were short price favourites not that long ago. Madison taking it on. Turn inside. And then a great shot from Emerson Royale. And almost out of nothing, Tottenham are back on level terms. Two apiece. Ange Ball has begun at Tottenham and in Postacoglu's first match in charge at Spurs, it delivered the kind of high-octane football we're used to against Brentford. What it didn't deliver, though, was a win, with a match finishing at 2-all. On the eve of the season, the former Socceroos coach was dealt a massive blow when Spurs relented and agreed to a transfer for striker Harry Kane to move to Bayern Munich. Scoring goals against Brentford, though, wasn't the issue. Their two actually came from defenders. It was keeping the ball out of the back of their own net. Last season, they conceded the most goals they had in 30 years. It is a team in uh, transition. We've, we've changed quite a lot of things, not just the way we play, but also the personnel. And uh, it'll take time for them to job. And wherever you're listening, Spotify, Apple, hit that bell or subscribe so you don't miss the app every morning. That's your fast, fun hit of sport. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.